from the newsroom of South Coast Today. This is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome back to the Courtside with Kurt podcast. Alongside longtime Standard Times Courts and Cops reporter Kurt Brown, I'm digital editor Brendan Curie. Thanks for joining me, Kurt. Uh, nice to be here, Brendan. Thanks for having me. All right, so uh, we're going to discuss a kind of an interesting case, maybe not the most uh, dangerous or upsetting case that we've covered before, but uh, one with a couple interesting wrinkles mm-hmm. uh, today. So this is the case of uh, 25-year-old Joseph Sassine, mm-hmm. uh, we believe that's the last name pronunciation, uh, who was arrested uh, recently uh, with for possession of marijuana. He had... Uh, it was 21 pounds of marijuana and hundreds of uh, THC, uh, which is the active component in marijuana edibles, as well as uh, vapor cartridges and $7,000 in cash on him. Uh, but what's interesting is, is kind of where he was and what he was doing when he had that on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was uh, driving on Mary's Pond Road in Rochester, and uh, he was clocked going seven miles an hour over the speed limit. And uh, was pulled over by an officer, and uh, turned out that he had an arrest warrant out uh, out of the state of Rhode Island uh, for him. So that's kind of how the the it went to the next level. Um, and uh, so it just brought up a few questions here in the newsroom for us. It sure did. Um, so w- what we've reported in the paper is what is in uh, court documents that uh, he was clocked at doing uh, forty seven in a forty mile an hour zone, uh, but. Oh, by the way, he also happened to have uh, 21 pounds of marijuana, and he had uh, uh, edibles, and he had uh, vapors, and he had $7,000 in cash. So yeah, the estimated street value, by the way, of those drugs is $100,000. That so is correct. That is yeah. what police are saying. This isn't po- someone's personal stash we're that, talking that about. That's correct. So... The, the question that you have to ask yourself is whether or not you believe that that was the reason why that they stopped him. Yep. Certainly, that is um, probable cause to assume that he's speeding and gives the police grounds to, st- uh, to stop him for speeding. But the, the question that we want to leave in Reed's mind is, is whether something else was going on, whether... Perhaps they were on the lookout for him, possibly, and uh, this was kind of the excuse. That is correct. Uh, to, to pull him over, uh, you know, kind of the, like you said, the probable cause. Right, but we don't have the answer. Exactly. to Exactly, we don't know. We don't know. So just, we're just leaving it out uh, for all of you to ponder. I, I think here in the newsroom, several of us kind of looked at this and went seven miles an hour over. Like that's <laughs> that's not speed. I think we all have been guilty of that uh, oh. many times. And there are comments on our Facebook page which are pretty evenly split mm-hmm. between people saying that, uh, yeah, they must have got a call from another agency mm-hmm. informing them to be on the lookout for this vehicle. And then there are a few other comments on our Facebook page uh, saying, yeah, uh, police in Rochester and Lakeville are very uh, tough about people mm-hmm. who violate the uh, speed limit. Yeah, uh, it's possibly been sitting there at a tree speed trap for a while, hadn't found anyone maybe. worthwhile, was getting bored, you know. Uh, you know, or maybe they're just that stringent and, uh, you know, they figure if uh, they pull pull folks over for those minor amounts uh, mm. over, that maybe that'll lead to a general reduction mm. uh, in it. But it was also a little interesting after he got pulled over. Uh, so first the officer had asked him to, to step out of the vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, and he, uh, I believe, politely said yes, no. He did. Yeah. Yes, uh, it was, uh, I think it was, no, I think I'll stay seated, is That's how he was quoted in the 
police documents. Uh, they asked him a couple times to get out, and then they opened the passenger side door, and that's when he said, okay, I'll get out. Yes, he, he was asked twice, and uh, um, he declined, and that is a polite way. Certainly, the, that is the impression in the uh, police report. Uh, the officer noticed the, the driver's side door was unlocked, so he unlocked it. Uh, or opened it. It was already it. unlocked. Yeah. Yes. He opened it for the driver. The driver says, okay, I think I'll get out. Uh, the officer escorted them back to the back of the car. There was a warrant out for his arrest, so he put him in handcuffs, then took him to the uh, back of the cruiser. I'm sure that was uh, fun for him to be sitting back there as they did the next thing, which was uh, they noticed a smell emanating. Yes, uh, Well, was. I guess depending on how much you believe of the police's story, they noticed a smell emanating from the trunk. And uh, they opened it up, and there were several uh, duffel bags and a cardboard box, which uh, now, contained all of the uh, marijuana and uh, related uh, edibles. So so that is a, an important distinction. A couple of years ago, the SJC ruled that uh, – Smell the smell of marijuana is not sufficient grounds for a police officer to stop a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, that was a New Bedford case. Uh, so, uh, so the police are 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 in the vehicle. Uh, they have them in the back of the cruiser. There is a warrant out of uh, Rhode Island uh, from the Rhode Island State Police for three drug felonies, three marijuana felonies, uh, dating back to November. And then they proceed and find this, for lack of a better word, mother load of of drugs Mm -hmm. in in the vehicle. And uh, we should note that he does have a uh, medical license. So he is allowed to, and as now, since we passed this new law in the state, Mm -hmm. we're all allowed to have some amount of marijuana in our car. For him, uh, with a medical card, he was allowed to have 10 ounces, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, obviously he, uh, see, I think 10 ounces is, uh, what, like a little over half a pound, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, 16 ounces 16 in a pound, pound. yeah, so a <laughs> little over half a pound, uh, so he was 20, 20 and a half pounds away from, from being legal there. That's right. Um, but, you know, I'm sure it's also one that brings up discussion in general. I mean, we, you know, as a state, we've legalized recreational use of marijuana, mm-hmm. um, but you still want it to be... Even once you get beyond it being legal, this is still then a black market. You know, this would be the same as a guy, you know, selling anything else that you can legally, you know, selling, you know, illegal cigarettes, you know, out of, you know, out of the box or something. Um, so even beyond, it's still an illegal act, uh, you know, once we've passed legalized marijuana here in the state. That is correct. We, we do not know where these, uh, where this marijuana came from. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so yeah, it was in Rochester that he was pulled over. Uh, he is from Plymouth uh, himself. It was on uh, Mary's Pond Road. So his tone changes completely after the police find the uh, the, the large stash of marijuana. They go to back to the cruiser, back to the rear seat of the cruiser. The officer then uh, gives him his Miranda warnings. And instead of saying, um, I don't want to get out of the vehicle, his attitude is, please, and he used the word please, uh, take me to the station. Yeah. Sounds like he was very polite. At least yes, it sure does. Yeah. If nothing else. So, uh, so now he's being held at the Plymouth County House of Correction on right. $7,500 cash bail. Right. And uh, he's due back in Wareham District Court for a pretrial hearing uh, Thursday, which is tomorrow, tomorrow. as we're right. recording this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. And then he has an extradition warrant. So how, yes, do you does. know how that'll kind of work? Uh, will one set of charges trump the other? or how do they? Uh, mass has them. So mass has the body, so they have the charge. Okay. Um, so 
The I talked to the Rhode Island State Police the other day, and their spokesperson told me that the uh, warrant has been lodged. Uh, uh, at what the, does that mean? Lodged means it's been filed at the uh, Plymouth College. Oh, lodged. Okay, Correct. sorry, I just misheard you. Yeah, so if he ever makes bail, that the uh, warrant becomes active, and then he is taken into custody uh, and brought back to Rhode Island. Uh, Rhode Island State Police would not tell me much about the... Uh, uh, circumstances of the warrant. Uh, um, Just that the, it was three felony. They said one was warrants. for conspiracy, one was for manufacturing, delivering. So my sense was that uh, this is similar to a trafficking case in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they said it was from uh, their high intensity uh, drug task force that, uh, that uh, developed the warrant. Um, so we'll see. Um, two interesting sidelights is that uh, the judge who set bail on him was none other than uh, uh, former Bristol County District Attorney, now Judge Katie uh, Rayburn, who was one of the two prosecutors in the Michelle Carter case. And the other thing was that uh, Rochester is a small department. Uh, the At least the uniform division did not have a scale big enough to, oh, wow. to, to weigh all the drugs. The, uh, the, the uh, weighing of the drugs had to be postponed to the next day, uh, and the detective units uh, did it. <laughs> That, that is an interesting anecdote there. That's, that's, that's right. funny. But, I mean, now there are uh, – Rochester, again, is a small town. Uh, it's not men in a demeaning way at all. Uh, the, um, this is a very good arrest. But um, they have seized approximately 70 uh, – I'm sorry, $7,000. So according to Mass State law, that when this case is disposed of, that half of that money will go to the Plymouth County District Attorney's Office and the other half will go to um, the Rochester, Rochester Police. Police Department. And that's if he's found guilty, of or, course, right? Or if he pleads. If or, he pleads, yeah. yeah. If he's found not guilty, I assume he gets his money back. That is correct. Yeah, yeah so that could be a little uh, financial boon for him. Could be. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that was the case of uh, 25-year-old Plymouth man Joseph Sassine and his uh, arrest recently in Rochester. Thanks for joining me again, Kurt. Thanks for having me, Brendan. Nice teamwork. As always, and you can listen to these podcasts on iTunes, on Google Play, Stitcher, Omni, kind of wherever you get your podcasts. You can read Kurt's stories in the print edition of the Standard Times and online at southcoasttoday.com. Thank you.